0: two of project distinct the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the sales and marketing hall of fame and the professional speakers hall of fame scott mccain and this is
1: scott mccain thanks for joining today on project distinct we're going to talk about the big three When it comes to satisfying and amazing and thrilling and inspiring your customers, the big three of product, service, and experience. That's the topic on today's Project Distinct. How you can knock it out of the park on product, service, and experience. The holy trinity, so to speak, of how we connect with our customers. And today, as always, Project Distinct brought to you by our website, distinctionnation.com. You know what to do, but what you may not know is how to take what you do and make it stand out in a hyper-competitive marketplace. That's what we help you with at DistinctionNation.com. Taking what you're already doing and moving it to the front of the pack so that you stand out. So go to DistinctionNation.com. There's tons of free resources there to help you create distinction. When we start with the first of the big three, it's product and i'm going to suggest to you now that customers expect a high quality product to be a part of the total experience in other words just getting by with product is certainly not going to be good enough for any organization at any time anymore but at the same time a product cannot be so technically amazing that it becomes difficult for the customer to use have you had that on the other hand, a product cannot not be so sloppily engineered that customers notice a lack of product quality as part of their total customer experience either. It didn't matter how cheap the price was on a small car from the then nation of Yugoslavia that was called the Yugo. It was sold in the United States from 1975 to 1989. The car was of such an inferior quality that very few people were willing to seize the low cost Because the product quality was so lacking that the experience was horribly, horrifically inferior. Time Magazine called it the Mona Lisa of bad cars and said, and I love this line, are you ready? They said, it felt like something assembled at gunpoint. (laughs) I love that. Even the lowest price in the industry won't save your business if the product creates such an inferior total experience for customers. So when you begin by looking at your product, understand that customers now expect a high-quality product that is easy for them to use. If you can't deliver that, then you can't get out of the starting gate. But the second area is service. So as you plan the creation of a unique customer experience, the way that you serve that customer is obviously part of the equation. Years ago, I predicted that the talk would be about customer experiences in the future rather than customer service But when I said that 15 years ago, I didn't mean to imply that service would become passé. Instead, I'm suggesting that customers are blending all parts of their experience into a meaningful whole. Service, unfortunately, has traditionally been thought of as something separate from the product. Many organizations I've worked with over the past two decades completely divide those responsible for the product from those responsible for the service, and I think that's crazy. In other words, what I'm suggesting is when you attend a movie, for example, the product, the film that you were there to see, may be wonderful, but if the theater is dirty and the popcorn at the concession stand is stale and the bulb on the projector is so old that the movie isn't bright as it should be, you get the idea. The product might be magnificently assembled, but if the service is not built into the total experience, the customer isn't going to be thrilled. The customer isn't even going to be satisfied. So notice, too, that we are saying customers must be amazed and not merely pleased or satisfied or you met my expectations to ensure loyalty. Customer service is an important piece of the equation for any customer, even those who maintain their price buyers. Several years ago, my home county in Indiana, a concerted effort was made to acquire a major economic development project. The goal was to attract a regional distribution center for Walmart. Now, a very impactful story was related to me by a development executive who worked on the project. He was told during a visit to Bentonville, Arkansas, at the headquarters of the retailing giant, that in the initial days of Walmart, their goal was to be the primary choice for those customers who considered themselves to be price buyers. So under the guidance of the late Sam Walton, who founded the company, extensive research was done to determine exactly what segment of the marketplace considered themselves as price buyers. Now, according to the story as it was related to me, the number that the research developed was 17%. I've never been able able to find independent verification of that story, but just for argument's sake, let's assume it's fairly accurate. My guess is if you had asked most salespeople to pick a number of how many people are price buyers, they would estimate the percentage at exactly the opposite, 83%. But nonetheless, after developing this statistic, as this story was told to me, the Walton family concluded it was wrong. Even for the 17% who predominantly identified themselves as price buyers, if the Walmart wasn't clean and well-lit and fully stocked and staffed with employees, then even those price buyers would go someplace else. That's part of the reason that Walmart first employed the greeter at the front of every store. The purpose was to let the customer see from the moment they walk in the door that the company recognizes they are still in the business of service. And it's one of the reasons I get concerned when I hear that Walmart is eliminating that position from the store in a cost-cutting move. See, in other words, they're eliminating one of the things that created distinction for them in the marketplace to begin with. One of the things we always talked about is making Walmart different. You have to deliver a high level of service to continue to be perceived as distinctive. We'll talk about the next of the big three right after this, Reminder that Project Distinct is brought to you every day by DistinctionNation.com. You know what to do. Go to DistinctionNation.com for great resources on how to take what you already do and make it stand out. That's DistinctionNation.com. Hey, by the way, my latest book is Iconic. It's how organizations and leaders attain, sustain, or regain the ultimate level of distinction. It was named by Forbes.com as one of the 10 best business books of the year. And if you'd like more information on it, just go to IconicBusinessBook.com. It will have more information for you on the new book, Iconic. Well, the third and final is the experience. It took a long time for business leaders to get accustomed to the notion that customer service was every bit as much a part of the customer's decision-making process as the product. Many still don't understand it. But now the experience is absolutely incredible. See, customers are blending the facts about the quality of your product and the delivery of your service with the feelings that they have about the experience of doing business with you. Today's customer often doesn't distinguish between fact and feeling. If they feel it strongly enough, the rationalization factor kicks in. In other words, customers will rationalize with facts that may or may or may not be true, simply to justify the way they feel. So when customers connect with your product, they're interested. When they connect with your service, they're appreciative. But when they connect with your experience, the way you've made them feel, they are amazed and loyal and want to repeat the experience that you provide. Hey, one more thing about this too. Another advantage of creating the customer experience that's amazing and astounding Customers are driven to share that experience and the word of mouth becomes your best marketing. Well, that does it for us today right here on Project Distinct. This is Scott McCain. Thanks for tuning in. Look forward to talking to you again tomorrow on our next new edition here on season two of Project Distinct. And by the way, thanks for sharing
0: and subscribing. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up.